When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal. Andy Brant Bernard. Hop along, Cassie Schrader. Hop along, Cassie. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm limping. Catherine's not in again today because she's painting the garage. It was fun. She's painting the interior of our garage. She I is? totally should have gone she over and there Aaron. and helped her and drink a bunch of wine, and you'd come home and you would have yeah, a yeah. mural of God knows yeah. what. Painted the happen. floor, painted the Mustang. <laughs> We will be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. It's Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Okay, let's do something fun. You had mentioned this a while ago that you might be at the point where you want to phase out of the Mustang and getting get into an all-wheel drive car. No, I'm not going to phase out of it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ship it down to Florida, and then I'm going to get another. I'm going to get a car up here too. So, okay, so know, it'll work perfect. Are you looking for a car, car, or a SUV, or don't you know? I have no idea. Okay. I follow your lead. You tell me what to buy every well, time I, I buy a car. Yeah, but a couple of questions are helpful. Okay. Um, I mean, do you want a convertible all-wheel drive or not? 
Mm, probably not. Okay. Well, mate, do I? I don't. I have not put my top down on my Mustang in like two years. Well, then probably not. Yeah, I just don't think it's a good idea to be driving around baking in the sun. Okay. Well, I'll. I'll let me put my thinking cap on it. I'll give you five or six different suggestions. All right. Anywhere. You know, one of the things that you should think about. Sarah drives one. Absolutely loves it. It's not very expensive. Uh, Chrysler 300C all-wheel drive. It's a magnificent car. Really? Yep. I've always liked Chrysler. 300 horsepower. It's got all kinds of... And she bought it, I think it was a one- or two-year-old car for... It was in the mid-20s somewhere, 16,000 miles on it. I, I, it's just, it's just, for the money, I think, in an all-wheel drive sedan, that is by far the best bargain out there. But, you know, we've got Audis, Benzes, all kinds of stuff. So I'll, I'll yeah. email you some solutions. And uh, if you're listening going, well, why are you doing this on the air? Uh, a lot of people reach out to me for advice about uh, car buying, you know, because there's so many choices out there. If you want some uh, unbiased uh, opinions, just email me, Doug at Walzer.com, and I'll see if I can help guide you through the process, because that's really what car selling is about now. We don't negotiate anymore, so it's not about that. It's about trying to find the right car for the right person. And Actually, even Michael Bryant. <laughs> even Michael Bryant, that's true. Actually, for the past 33 years, between you and Gary Homan, I've never picked out a car in the last 33 years. <laughs> well, that, you or Gary that Homan. Jag, I mean, you were pretty pretty sure what you wanted. Oh, yeah. yeah you got a, that, we got a little wonderful. different version than what you first described. But when you said, I want a Vanden Plov, they still make them. And I said, well, let me do some digging. And we found something that was close and oh, cool. Oh, great. And you gave me a phenomal. Well, you can thank Billy Ward on that. I, know, I still don't know how he pulled that off. Thanks, and he, Billy Ward. And he doesn't uh, believe in guns, so I know he didn't threaten anybody. No, that's true. Okay, well, that works. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. God, what a day I had this morning on the KQ Morning Show. Brian Hamilton. Who's at Acme this week? Nicest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. I love Ryan Hamilton. He's wonderful. He'll be in tomorrow, I assume. I believe so. Friends I will Acme. double check on that. I know Arsenio doesn't get to, to town until tomorrow afternoon, so he, he's not going to be able to be on the show. So is Great he at guess. House of Comedy? Yeah, he's he is. at House of Comedy. Yep. And then uh, I don't know. It, it was, I, I Johnny talk, had Johnny Rotten on. I listened Johnny to that. He was pretty funny. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Yeah, he was great. So he, that cool story, and I didn't know it about him, he was supposed to be on the Pan Am jet that blew up over right. Lockerbie. That's right. And the reason he missed his flight is because his wife took too long to pack her suitcase. That's exactly right. <laughs> he says, I'd never complain about her packing again. It's what, You know, he is notorious for getting really crabby in interviews. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's never been crabby with me. He's always as great. Yeah, because I don't do this. Hey, man, tell me how much. Did you get laid a lot? You yeah. know, it's like, come on, really? What are bullocks anyway? Yeah. The bullocks. I do love That is a great. I don't know. He's a great guy. Yeah, we had a bunch of really good people on this morning. We had, uh, who the hell else was on this morning? We had a bunch of people. Uh, Adam, Adam Carolla. Adam Carolla was on. Johnny Rotten was on. Ryan Hamilton was on. A bunch of really good people. See, that part of the job I love. It's too bad I'm quitting. Well, that was Whatever. a cool story of his, though, too. The reason Adam Carolla, he was a carpenter. I don't even know if he made it out of high school, but he was a car nut. And he, yep. he, that motivated him to change careers and make money so he could collect cars. Absolutely. Adam Carolla's been on the show many times. I've been on his show a few times. and it's, I, I get along with him really well, you know. I just do. So that's a good thing. Um, i got to repeat a line from yesterday because it just keeps popping in my head and I wish it wouldn't. (laughs) 
but you know Stormy Daniels just she's putting out a book and a, you know I've been working on oh, a book good. for 10 years like yeah, yeah. BS coloring book yeah or? coloring book maybe but uh, The Wire uh, the complete sheet it's called it's a news delivery service yep. for radio people they had top uh, categories you'll never see on Jeopardy they tied it in because you know Adam or Alex Trebek excuse me has a beard but apparently TMZ is reported he's already shaved it off. So people are saying, should I keep the beard? Should I keep the Apparently he did shave it off. And, of course, TMZ's job is to ruin it for everyone. So. Right. Uh, but in any case, it popped up on the screen yesterday because they tied the two in, Jeopardy and Stormy Daniels. Uh, the top thing, uh, the the top things found inside Stormy Daniels. Oh no! <laughs> I was no. Like, oh my god! <laughs> it was funny though. Mm. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine the stuff that's been there? <laughs> Whoa! That's a little. That's terrifying to tell you the truth. Look at the Doug's got this depressed look. On no, his face. the blood drained out of my head. I know it's wonderful. I'm waiting well, for it to get back up there so I can think again. There are some other ones that were much worse. I will tell you that, honest to God. There were some I, I wouldn't, I couldn't even do on this show, much less the KQ Morning Show. One of my favorite recent SNL bits was uh, uh, Tom Hanks on Black Jeopardy. Uh, when Black he played Jeopardy, the yeah. Trump supporter named Doug. It was phenomenal. <laughs> And he did really well, and he warmed up to. They, it was it was very poignant because the, you know the uh, the black people and and Tom Hanks' character realized they had more in common than uh, than not. And so when they're tearing away for the break, the host goes, and when we come back, Black Lives Matter. Sorry, baby, it couldn't have lasted much longer. <laughs> <laughs> See that stuff as well. You know, this morning I was I was busting on uh, on Philip. Because I brought up the fact that Arsenio Hall brought him up on the show yesterday. Yeah, I know it. Talking about the Philly dog and all the rest. He goes, mm-hmm. literally like this. And it's the same thing Aaron Rodgers did in his interview. But here's Philip yesterday. So, Tom, uh, what's going on with this? Uh, what's going on with that? And blah, blah. I said, well, Philip, I don't know if you know this or not, but Arsenio Hall brought your name up yesterday. He goes, Arsenio Hall. All of a sudden, he got all urban. It's like, oh, what are you doing? Did you hear Aaron Rodgers being urban? Yeah. I did hear it. Well, I thought he was hammered. No. He sounded like he was kind of a little bit out of it. I do this, I know, and I think humans do it. If I'm around, like, a bunch of Brits a, a lot, you kind of, you don't just come out and go, well, how are you doing today? Everything wonderful. No, you yeah, don't do yeah, that. Right. No, but you get close. You get close. You do it with Italians. You do it with urban people. I, you just, you kind of want to fit in, and you don't realize you're doing it even. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. what Aaron, because Aaron Rodgers spends a lot of time in NFL locker rooms and in huddles, and uh, 70% of players in the NFL are black, and most of them, including the other the 30% honkies. are kickers? Yes, the other 30% are kickers. <laughs> that's exactly right. But um, yeah, a lot of the guys who play football, white guys, are, grew up in very urban areas as well. So it's just kind of a way to talk, and there's a lot of it in the locker room. And you don't do it on purpose. Yeah. And, you, know, you just end up doing it. It's, I don't know. It makes you feel like you fit in, I guess. I don't know. As what long as he doesn't about. say, cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? Mm. How's she doing? How's that going for her? Oh, yeah. She used to be going pretty well. Bod Bobby. I yeah. just want to slap her so bad. 15, she's 15 years old. That's ridiculous. 15 years old. By the time I was 15, I did not have two gold-selling albums out there, or songs. No. They don't have albums anymore, do they? Well, I guess they do vinyl. They technically do. Yeah, they're still called albums. They are, yes. That's true. 
I don't know if I'm buying it. They but, still have uh, singles, even though that's a meaningless term now. Oh, it's just single digital thing? They're just called singles because that's the that's tradition. But all they mean yeah, is, like, true. you know, headline song or whatever. It's like the song that is going to be the most popular because that's basically what albums are. There's the single, which is the best song, and then there's all the other crap. I suppose that's true. You know, I, what I've got to start doing is I have to start staying away from radio people. I really do. This was just sent to me. <laughs> Only radio people would do something like this. Hey, Tom, did you see this? I'm like, no. So I don't know what some of this says, but I can imagine if it was written by a radio news delivery service, it's going to be way out there. The top questions to ask yourself before hiring a housekeeper. Is she hot? Is she hot? <laughs> God, I loved him. I know. I haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite in forever. I just watched it um, about a month and a half ago with my six-year-old. Great movie. <laughs> really good movie. Uh, yeah, uh, my favorite guy in it was we dressed the kids up as characters one year for Halloween. Well, did you, my really? daughter one is the Deb, and she had oh. the hair pole. Sure. Yeah. So we put a mustache on my stepson. He was Uncle Rico. I know. That. Love it. I worked with a guy that looked a lot like Uncle Rico, so he got dubbed Uncle Rico at work. It <laughs> Nothing was, wrong with that. Yeah. Oh, God, that movie is so funny. And it's so subtle but hilarious at the same time so it's one of those cult classics i mm-hmm. think that'll i just saw a couple of lines two of them very very predictably radio people and the other one's actually pretty funny uh th- since this is international Ho- housekeepers week it's a good time to check out this list of top questions you ask yourself before hiring a housekeeper how awkward will it be when they vacuum under my bed and find my industrial strength penis pump <laughs> that's the first joke they wrote now, the second joke they wrote was pretty good, actually. Again, it's National Housekeepers Week, so uh, things, top questions to ask yourself before hiring a housekeeper. Uh, do they use environmentally friendly products or ones that actually work? <laughs> well. <laughs> See, now that's a good line. Where's Alex when you need her? Oh, God, Alex would be very upset by that. There's no question about it. Should I tell them about my sharding problem beforehand or just surprise? See, this is such a radio Mm. thing. Why do you go from environmentally friendly products or ones that actually work? To poop jokes. To poop jokes, yeah. Speaking of radio people, the other day, out of nowhere, Melissa was like, I'm surprised your dad isn't friends with the other morning radio people at KSTP. Don't all morning radio people kind of know each other? Uh, No. (laughs) And I was like, well. No, we do not. Yeah. I know some of them. Um. What's the woman's name's on KS95 in the morning? She's very nice. Moon? No, Moon's in the afternoon. Moon's That's a guy, too. Uh, oh, what is her uh, name? Oh, I, know, I know the term Moon Dez, and Stacy. Yeah. yeah, I met her a few times. It does a very nice voice. She has that kind of cool smoking voice. Yeah, she does. She's got a women. It's not like my mother. She yeah. sounds like my mother. Mm. But Des is very nice. Um, I don't know the morning people on, on well, KS95. You know Dave Lee. Dave Lee's a great guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. Dave Lee is a very nice man. Um, so that's two. That's Dave Ryan, good. one of your best Biggest friends. Biggest prick I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Fraud, little weasel, finger puppet bastard that he is. And call him, call him, tell him I said that. Every time I see him, he couldn't be nicer to me. 
And then an hour later, I get bombarded with messages of how he's ripping me on social media. Mm. It's like, yeah. you coward little finger puppet. Yeah. Well, that's, that was that whole deal with, um, God, what was that? The, was that Renter's Warehouse thing? Yeah, it was, yeah. And he was, I worked nights at the time, and he was tweeting out or something like, um, you know, vote for me right now because all the KQ listeners are in bed sleeping because they're basically old mm-hmm. or whatever. And I just yeah. tweeted him back. I'm like, oh, no, we're not. <laughs> we're plus, up. Plus the fact they may be in bed, but they have all the money to buy products. So right. go <laughs> yeah. F yourself. How about that? Um, no, he's a prick. Well, who, el- who else we got? Well, I found out that Greg Thunder's back in the market. I heard, he's it, a nice of, guy. Inadvertently, I was doing some goofing around spots on K's TP, and I, I, oh, I yeah. slid it in there, and they're like, oh, you can't mention that. I said, why not? He's in Houston, isn't he? he says, no, he's on uh, Cities 97 in the morning now. He's like, a good guy, too. I didn't even know that. I don't know him really well, but every time I've talked to him, he's been a very He's from friend. Hastings. He, uh, yeah, there he you and go. Sarah know each other from way, way back. I, I he just, was married to Eleanor Mondale. Yeah, he was. Yep, absolutely. For about 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Well, like everybody else. That was a sad story, though. She was the one Mondale I liked. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, it's too bad. But, yeah, I mean, in general, um, uh, the, well, I mean, uh, Meat Sauce on the on the KFAN Morning Show, I've known him since he was 16 years old. Matter of yep. fact, I was his, his kind of avenue into the business. And now he competes with me. Way to go, Meat Sauce. Way to go, Paul. <laughs> no, he's a great kid. Uh, a bunch of really good. There are, there are a bunch of, we're not, well, I mean, Fred, Paul and I are friends. Uh, Greg Thunder and I are not friends, but he's very friendly. Des and I are not friends, but she's very friendly. Dave Lee and I are tremendously friendly. He's a great guy. I have to cough. He's like you. He knows a little about everything, and, and, and he interviews. He's a very good interviewer as well. Yeah, he is very good. You know, he just reads voraciously and knows a lot about. He's yep. a big music fan, is what he is. I uh, I do apologize, but ragweed kicks my ass every year, and I just have. Yeah. To, when I have to cough. I have to cough. Yeah. I apologize, but. Man, that stuff. Well, I went for a walk. I went for a four-mile walk before the show. It's like, oh, God, you're walking by uh, ragweed. This is not going to be good. I know. Um, I have the same issue every time we have football. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a football game on Tuesday. I get home, and it's just my face. I feel like my eyes are like bug eyes out to here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. And they stick together. And, ugh. Your eyes well, stick together? Your eyes the stick lids. Together. <laughs> they feel like they're sticking <laughs> yeah. to my eyeball. It's just oh, horrible. I hate that. That wouldn't, oh my God. If I ask her to wear a French maid's outfit, will I lose my job as a CBS network executive? <laughs> that one's pretty good. <laughs> Second guy this week, man. Let's move There's another one? Jeff Fager. I don't know. Oh, who this that moron, is. this imbecile that he is, sends a text to a woman that works for him. Now, a big part of this is. If you're their boss, shut up. Right, it's a whole position of power thing. It is a position of power thing. That's why I'm no one's boss. Thank God. I don't... This now, was, if you're the janitor at CBS or NBC and you want to go after Deborah Norville, you're not going to get anywhere, but you won't get fired. Well, maybe you would a, get fired. She is a gorgeous woman. I'll, I'll try to find the actual she really text. Is. She's in my top five, I would think. Well, there'd be Sarah, Catherine, and then Deborah Norville. Yep, and, uh, and Pod Cassie. Podcast, podcast. Yeah, because they're podcasty. I like that. Yeah, instead of podcasting, it's podcasty. I know what it means. <laughs> Good, she Just tells make it. Sure, Here, let me explain it to you. Looking Irish out for people you. would never walk out of a bar. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, did you find the quote, Andy? Because it's really stupid what he did. Uh, he said, "If you repeat these false accusations without any of your own reporting to back them up, you will be held responsible for harming me." 
Be careful, there are people who lost their jobs trying to harm me, and if you pass on these damaging claims without your own reporting to back them up, that will become a serious problem. Yeah, that you don't want to be tweeting that to someone who works for you. It's a text okay. message. So what did the, I don't oh, know who this guy message? is. What does he do for CBS? Jeff Fager is the head of, what the hell is he then? Um, he, like he was an executive producer of 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes. He's the Boy, executive producer. of all producer. people, you'd think he'd know a little bit better. You'd think. I've been on the air 50 years basically entrapping people. You know what I love about this whole deal? And again, I don't, I'm not picking <clears throat> political sides, but you have noticed that almost all these people are ultra-liberal people. Yeah, just hold your breath there, and it'll yeah, it'll swing around. Mm, you think we're so? not we're not running out of Bill O'Reillys and people like that. Well, yet. that's true. Bill O'Reilly and and Roger Ailes. They oh, both... there just aren't that many of them, though. Like that's super right wing people in the media, they exist, but they are vastly outnumbered. Right. So there's Alex that. Jones, but nobody'd sleep with him. In what the first is place. wrong with that guy? He's a He's... moron. Well, it's an act. I'm a hundred percent sure. I've never heard of him. I never heard him. Is he any good? He's terrible. He's strange. one of these deep state guys. He thinks the Sandy Hook massacre didn't was happen. Fake. Yeah, it was fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure easy to use and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass, shovels your snow, way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash, without having to write a check. The app processes the payment, puts it right into the receiver's account literally the same day. It's free to our customers. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, 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 Tommy. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. I cannot tell you how much I hate this song. How can you hate this song? Because, and it's all Lauren Siegel's fault. Why? Used to be Cliff Siegel. She's now Lauren Siegel. Been a dear friend of mine my whole life. Great quarterback of our football team. When that song came out, he was Cliff Siegel then. Mm-hmm. 
All he did around me for about a week was go, I'll do you the bug. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll do you the I'm like, okay, Cliff, that'll, that'll do it. Mm. That, wrap it up. That's good. Did he snap his fingers when oh, he yes. sang it? Oh, yeah. You know, Cliff, <laughs> Cliff was a great singer. He's a really good singer. He was the, what the hell, the High Spirits, I think, was his group. It was a local group that did a couple of recordings on, hmm. I believe they're on Soma Records. What is that? What's what? You get crosstalk from something. Yeah. Is that? How is Okay, it's gone now. How is that? A, I'm I listening no to it through my earbud. Oh, it got oh. picked up on your mic. How? <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, that is weird. Good. It's the one that's Your mic not, is kind of high. It's oh, not the go. one that's in Maybe. your ear. It's probably the other one. No, it's the Probably. One. The mic might be high, oh, but not maybe. as high as Cassie herself. <laughs> yeah, I um, wish. I just said that I'm. So not... wait a minute, we're doing a podcast and you're listening to something else? No, well, I'm listening <laughs> editing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she's editing, yeah. Uh, in any case, as I said, I don't, I don't take sides of whether it's far left or far right because I don't agree with either side of them. Now, left or right are fine. I don't have any problem with that. But the real whack jobs, um, here's an example. Using a jarring image to blast increased diversity on a children's TV show, a National Rifle Association online show. Uh, what is Thomas and Friends? Is that Thomas the Tank yeah, Engine? Yeah, I think so. Oh, it is Thomas the Tank mm-hmm. Engine? Okay. Uh, the National Rifle Association online uh, show depicted characters from Thomas and Friends in KKK-style hoods on burning train tracks. Is this what? that woman? What's her name? I don't She's know. just annoying. She's a spokesperson for the NRA. She is. Dana um, Lowe. Yeah, that's her. Yes. Dana you know, Lash. You know what it is? It's just a... It's We're not into the school shooting season yet, so they got to find a way to stay relevant. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, Dana Lowe. Probably Lesh. never should have made that joke. Sorry, folks. No, yeah. Dana Lesh, spokeswoman for the National Rifle Association, speaks at the Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, at National Harbor, Maryland. So, yeah, they they depicted Thomas and Friends as KKK members on burning train tracks. Host of NRI's TV's Relentless Dana Lesh went after the classic children's character Thomas the Tank Engine after its maker Mattel joined forces with the United Nations in efforts to increase gender diversity and representation on the program that included new characters from around the globe. Lesh, a conservative spokeswoman. Look, first of all, you got to understand, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, for one, she does have a point in the what you're about to read. Oh, really? The it, fact that apparently... So they have a black train now. So yeah, does Nia. that mean the trains were all white before? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was yeah, what is, yeah. Why is there a black train They're or gray. a white why, train? Yeah, why does that make them white? That's really Wait, odd. It's really strange. So, yeah, it's like a train that has like a brown face you didn't instead hear what of I said. gray. Oh, so. it's always late. <laughs> <laughs> Philip, he's attacking you, Philip. JB, you're there, being attacked. They're trains. I, I don't yeah, get that's, that either. I, I don't I mean, why are you comparing know, race to trains? I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't react to Nia, a steam engine from Kenya. I wouldn't react by KKK hoods with burning train tracks. Well, yeah. that was taken out of context, though. Oh, it was? Because it was that she was, the joke was that we all knew that before Nia, Thomas the Tank Engine uh, and his friends were very racist and a blight on the uh, train industry. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, here it is. <laughs> so it's such she was saying that. Endorsing the KKK, so she was saying that you know it was a joke about how Thomas was racist before brown trains came along. 
that's uh, where it really gets strange to me, Lesh says on Friday's episode. Am I to understand this the entire time that Thomas and his trains were, were white? Because they all have gray faces. How do you bring ethnic diversity? I mean, they had to paint what I guess they thought was some sort of African pattern on the side of Nia's engine. Wait, so does she still have a gray face then? I don't know. Did, did Ringo, was it Ringo Starr, George Carlin had something to do with Thomas the Train? Yeah, Ringo did. Ringo, oh, she, that's right. Oh, my God. She the, does has a, have a gray face, but she's, like, painted all up in, like, African patterns and stuff. Oh, Jesus. It's a train, for God's sake. Yeah, it's dumb. She, she kind of looks like that, that Dana. She looks like Demi Moore. Yeah, she does. You're right. Mm. Yeah, she looks a lot like Demi Moore. As but I, I just don't get why take something <laughs> that's completely... In a child's world, yep, and put such an adult spin on it. I don't get it either. The the reason why Thomas the Tank and his friends are the colors that they are because they're primary bright colors because yeah. they appeal to ages one to four, right? And that's what kids respond to. It's not has nothing to do with race. It's all about brain stimulation, and that's it yeah, for a developing right. yeah, kid. I just don't get it. Like I don't Teletubbies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the purple one yeah. had a person. Everyone's like, oh, he's gay. I'm like, they don't even have any body oh, parts. that's right. Except. Um, was it Robertson went after them because they was. Yeah, because one was purple. He carried a. Uh, oh, yes. Red a triangle. Triangle, and the, triangle on his head. Yeah, triangle on his head. That's his like TV that. antenna. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. One-year-old watching it. <laughs> you know what? I am very, very lucky the way I grew up looking back on it now. Because somebody asked me. I, yeah, I pointed out Mike Elfan came in and I interviewed him for the KQ Morning Show. Did you really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they're going to put him on on uh, 925, I think. 925, get it? Anyway, um, people would ask me because I said the show, by the time it got up and rolling strong, it had uh, three Jews, two women, two black guys, and two Catholics. And I didn't. It was all minorities. I didn't realize this. (laughs) I really didn't realize this, but that was pretty much the ethnic uh, breakdown of how I grew up. Mm hmm. I grew up around Catholics, yeah. blacks, and Jews. That's They were all doomed to move to North Minneapolis. and <laughs> They were. I mean, they were placed in the neighborhood. We were placed in the neighborhood. But, yeah, I consider myself to be very lucky understanding those cultures because I think people are really, they try to be all forgiving. Oh, we accept everyone. You're really uncomfortable with that, aren't these people? Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you're, I think you make a point. It's just ridiculous. I don't care, and I've never cared, what color you are, what your ethnicity is, what your, uh, you know, orientation is, what your gender. I don't care about any of that stuff. If you're a pain in the ass, get away from me. And if you're not, how you doing? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't. I don't care about anything else. But yeah, it was nice of the person to point that. I said. You know, basically, you just described your neighborhood where you grew up. Blacks, Jews, Catholics. We, uh, and of course, you know, Mae Young would come on. She, she was uh, part Chinese. Uh, you oh, know, we I had all kinds about her. Michelle Tafoy is Spanish, which, you know. Well, Jeff Passolt's as white as they get. Yeah, that's true. He's he was very the white. balance. He was the token white guy. He's the one Protestant. I think yeah. he's the one Protestant he on the show. He's so white, he has Crohn's disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It is a Just white man's disease. Him. It is. Is it really? Yeah, yeah it's, it's mostly uh, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah, it's our version of sickle cell anemia. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much yeah. yeah. 
It's, Although uh, it has no upside, so yeah. well, as far as I know, maybe it does, but yeah, I don't a lot think of so. um, English and Scandinavian people get it. Yeah, and celiac as well. Oh, celiac! I knew that. Yeah, yeah it's very similar with Crohn's. Well, that whole thing about no gluten—that has no effect on anybody who's not. Yeah, see, I have yeah, basically. I have a gluten intolerance where if oh, I consume you? a lot, it will affect my body, like my joints and all that. So oh, really? I just, yeah, because huh. my body doesn't process it properly. It's not that I'm allergic to it, like celiac. Their body can't process it at all. It's just so I get like arthritis symptoms from it. They have the same like problem that. with tequila. Yeah. yeah just don't really? You wake well up in the morning feeling pretty well, rough. Well, I'm all sore because I slept <laughs> I really, in the bathroom. Yeah, I really didn't do not process tequila well at all. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had just straight tequila. I haven't no, either. No, I don't dare. I have. I, to me, it just seems like it's one of those things. As soon as I put it down, it's coming right back yeah. up. <laughs> See, the way I grew up was like Richard Pryor's reaction to Dracula, because we grew up watching Dracula mm-hmm. and it's all the rest of it. Richard Pryor. So he runs into Dracula one day. Dracula, you suck what? Suck some blood. Why don't you go down to the blood bank and suck some blood, and I hope you get sickles there. <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal. God, he was the funniest guy Speaking ever. of Dracula, Dave is on his way to Romania. And I don't he's... know that he should call Dave a bloodsucker. I, <laughs> I don't know that that's all that fair. He is going to uh, uh, Vlad's castle. Yeah. Oh, and so really? He is going to try and that'd call in cool. um, yeah, from Ro- Romania. But, uh, yeah, so I'm ex- he's excited. I'm excited for him. I can't wait to see pictures. I wish I could have joined him. But, you know, Is somebody's old... got to stay home and take care of the home. The yeah. Mitch Hedberg line about yeah. I went to see a doctor. And all he wanted to do was draw my blood. If you're sick, never go see Dr. Acula. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Acula. Yes, we need we to take your blood. <laughs> Gary Busey on the phone. Gary's with us. Good. I, I love talking to Gary Busey. Gary, how are you today, sir? You damn right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Should be working. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Gary. Sure. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to mm. connect him later. Um... No, I do. I like Gary Busey a lot. He, he you know, I, all the things he does, I kind of like, I enjoy them. What he's doing right now, I enjoy. Busey-isms is the name of his uh, book. And it's literally things that it's, uh, what is it called again? Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Yeah, what is, what is that called? An, what is it, an anagram? Anagrams. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's an anagram. Yeah, he's, he loves anagrams, and I understand oh, wait. that completely. Acronym. Acronym, there you go. An, what is an anagram? Anagram is when you can rearrange a word. Oh, that's right. So, so yeah. What is it again? Not anagram. The other one. Acronym. 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 There you go. One of those tough A words. Yes. One of the very tough A words. Remember, National Lampoon uh, palindromes. The National <laughs> Lampoon did did palindromes. Here's our longest palindrome. Uh, palindrome we found. A foof, a man, a plan, a canal, foofa. <laughs> Panama foofa. <laughs> they just added A-F-F-O-F to the equation. A foof and foofa. Yeah, that's really good. But There's a, a great Weird Al Yankovic video that's all palindromes, and, the, and it's shot so it looks exactly like Dylan doing a subterranean homesick blues oh, show. Yeah. He's in the yep. alley, and yep. he's got the flashcards, and he goes, Love it's, it. it's very clever. That is a, one of my favorite songs of all time. Yeah, me too. Well, I Gary, just, if you can hear us, call back, because apparently the line's not working. Paul Mercurio's calling in. What? Can we, 
Yeah, Paul Mercurio's calling. Oh, I thought that was like some Cassie, sort of would joke you give or Paul something. The, uh, the number to call here. We can just tell yeah. him we'll just pop him on the air and torture him. That'll be a good thing. Anyway, yeah. Well, hopefully we get Gary Busey and that gets the line straightened out because he's uh, he's a very. I really like Gary Busey. He's been through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he's been through bankruptcies and drug addiction and all all kinds of stuff. He he, honest to God, uh, I just like the guy. He just has his own way of living life and his own way of thinking, and you got to kind of admire that. I don't think there's any question about that. But yeah, I don't think he fits in with your typical Hollywood. No kind of star deal. I tell you what, though, when he played Buddy Holly, that was incredible. Oh, he's phenomenal. He was really, really good in it. Is he calling back? Yeah, I gave him the number. To call. Mercurio, Mercurio. Well, yeah. So maybe we can we can figure out to Gary Busey for next hour or something, or if he wants to come on or whatever he wants to do. We could. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It. Mm. Uh, there are certain people. And Gary would be one of them. I'm not surprised when things don't go smoothly. <laughs> when they don't go. And I really like Gary Busey. I, I've always liked his stuff. But uh, I don't know. It'll all. Ooh, wait a minute. we got to get this on here. Bing is predicting who will win in the NFL in week two. What do you think? You think? On week two? Week two, we're playing Green Bay. Yeah, that well, it all has to do with Rodgers playing or not, right? Yeah, I, exactly I just right. dropped Rodgers on my fantasy football. Because he's hurt? Well, I mean, they're saying he's questionable. I'm sure he's going to play. But it's like, this is like almost a repeat of last year. What was it when he when we, he played us and we broke his, Anthony Barr broke his collarbone? Anthony collar Barr ball? did, yeah. Um, what was that like the third game into the season? Mm, pretty much. It was yeah. in the beginning of the season. So it's like I I, I just worry too much of So you think history's gonna repeat? I think so. He's Ooh. he's getting to the age where his body just does not want to take it anymore. Is he forty? Paul Mercurio's calling me back. Why is he calling you? I don't know. Tell him uh, to get tell him to get off his ass calling the right number, the pill. Is our our phones not working? They should be. Oh, okay, so Gary just called back. All right, can we hear you well, this no, time, well, Gary? Well, no, we're going to have to take a break now. But, well, but we should probably tell him that. Yeah, that's true. We'll take a break and come back in about two minutes. Gary Busey uh, will join us at that time. And what time we should have Mercurio call back in at like one uh, twenty-two or something? That'd be good. Anyway, we'll be right back. One of my favorite interviews to do. Yeah. Gary Busey will join us in just a couple of minutes. Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because you know they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure they have internet order entry and real-time tracking you know i had priority courier experts account rep in here about a month ago and who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the twin cities largest most reliable on-call courier service what's that number because the next package is going with priority courier experts already dialing 651-748-4477 priority courier experts can we help you can you ever priority courier experts every time you call us we deliver Beat it. Playing a little Michael Jackson. I like it. It works for me. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at Tom Bernard Show. Gary Busey joins us. How are you doing, sir? 
Gary. Gary. All right, I don't know what to tell you. I forget. I don't know what it's not working for. Something. I can hear him. Oh, there he is. Oh, okay, good. That's fine. That's not a problem at all. Take his time. Um, no, I'm talking about Gary Busey. I talked to him uh, last week about this uh, before Gary pops on. Gary Busey. Uh, what is a Buseyism? I take the letters that spell a word to create a definition for the word in the truth of its deeper dimensional meaning. I weave in my personal anecdotes along with uh, my musings on how I live life successfully. According to my experiences, who am I? A genius. A crazy madman to give advice. Um, on the front, and what is Bible again, Andy? Oh, basic instructions before leaving Earth? Yeah, there you go. Basic instructions before leaving Earth. That's exactly what he's talking about, that kind of thing. And is that actually where the word Bible came from? I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? The Bible comes from a long time ago. The writers were inspired to write about the spiritual effects going on in their system. And the Bible is basic instructions before leaving Earth. I'm a full-blooded, throttle-up Christian. Every religion has their own thing, but so what? Uh, that's not about the book. The book is about my life's experience. Yeah, sure, absolutely. And what I've been through, it's where I am now. And it's motivational and inspiring to all the readers because they are going through things in their life. And they can read what I've gone through and see, oh, yeah, I can do that for me. And it's a great book of understanding yourself. That and I'm a- very happy to have it. Talking to you. Well, yeah, I'm very and happy. All to have you Thank you. No, no, I was just saying I'm, I'm really happy to have you on, Gary. I love talking to you because you see things. I think I see things in a different light than most people, and I think you do. Uh, you, you view the world from your own, I guess, lens. I, I really enjoy that about talking to you because you have different takes on things than just the mundane same thing every day. I, I admire that in you. Thank you very much, and I will tell you this, that there are 360 ways to see an elephant. If you put that elephant in the center of a circle and move around the circle one degree at a time, you'll see that same elephant from 360 perspectives. There's so many than more, there's much more than one way to see one thing. And the book talks about that with the dealings I had with life and now telling all, everything, out of body, death, brain surgery, cancer, Two divorces, bankruptcy. But other than Look that, it's been pictures, yeah. yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed, like I said, going through the book Buseyisms. I liked your, your perspective on different things. Uh, you worked on that quite. Well, thank you very. It's very kind of you. No, it's my great pleasure. Seriously, I've, you know, I, you, you don't, I know this, but you, you wouldn't remember this, but I've been interviewing you on, on uh, the, the KQ Morning Show for like 32 years now, something like that. But I've always enjoyed having you. What was that? What's that? Sorry? What? Can you recall some of the interviews we had? Yeah, you were always a really good guy, but you always had a different slant on everything, which I really like. I, you know, hearing the same thing, um, you know, and I, I, this is not, uh, you know, a weird thing to say at all, but... But uh, there are some d- discussions and arguments about people. If you don't see things the way that I do, then I, I don't like you. I like your view. You could see the same elephant from 360 different angles. It's the same elephant, but you can see. Oh, yay! That's it. Yay, Minnie! 
<laughs> See, that's why I like talking to you, Gary. You're, you're very enthusiastic, which I like. But I do. Uh, I, I think... Well, to give with love. That's what the book is. Yep, absolutely. Yep. What I do want to do is, is because last time I talked to you, you went through a, f- a few of the different ones. I want to shut up now and just listen to Gary Busey talk about Buseyisms. I'd, I'd love to hear more about it. Okay. Well, I realized about 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I was writing in a journal about all the negative things that happened to me, how I was betrayed in this relationship, how I was lied to in this. And I realized, damn, this hurts. Okay, what are you doing? You're dealing with the past. The abuse isn't for the word past. P-A-S-T is preoccupation about spent time. You want to get out of your past. So I said, okay, I'm out of the past. Okay, what's now? Now, N-O-W, no other way. You've got to be in the center of now as now is constantly moving in your life as you move through your life. And it's a lovely place to be when you realize there's more than one way to see things, like I said about the elephant. Same way with the abusisms. About 150 of them, they're in the back of the book. And what you do, you take, let us spell the word and create a definition. Like the word relationship. Really exciting love affair turns into overwhelming nightmare. <laughs> Sobriety peril. <laughs> I love that. See, that's what I'm talking about. How long does that take? How long does that take to, to develop? I mean, relationship. How long did it take you to say, hey, look, i got to turn that into something, what it really means? Do these things take hours sometimes, I would imagine? No, they're instantly. Really? Because you're not thinking. It comes through you. And that's the only way the purity, the truth, the art will hit the heart of the viewer and the listener. The purity that comes through your heart without any distractions, any thinking, anything to get in your own way invisibly, you'll stop the truth flowing. The flowing of the truth is beautiful. Truth, T-R-U-T-H, stands for taking real understanding to heart. See? I love that. Gary, do you, you know, look, you've been very successful your whole life. You've been in the public eye your whole life. and all, all, You know, it seems at, at this juncture, you're very, very happy with how life turned out. You're very happy to have the faith you have and have the, the thoughts that you have. You've done everything, whether it be books, movies, television, whatever. You've done it all. So isn't it wonderful to be in a great place right now in your life? It just seems like you're very happy. It's like heaven on earth. And I'm very happy, extremely happy. And I, I, love, I love to be alive. I love to breathe. I love my family. I love all my friends. And, you know, you think you have, when you think you have an enemy on earth and you're mad at that enemy or angry or want to get revenge, those enemies are only here to show you things about yourself you need to change. So in the truth of it all, enemies are friends in reverse. Look at it all the way around the circle. Feel it all the way around the circle. Smell it all the way around the circle. And taste it all around the circle. That's your five senses working for your behalf. That works for me. I guarantee it works for me. Another thing that I like about talking to you, Gary, is that... Now uh, we're getting somewhere! <laughs> <laughs> you sound excited, so that's good. Um, you, you need to stay excited. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll share something with you that you have for yourself. I have about 15 sub-personality parts, mm-hmm. and one of my sub-personalities, his name is Pesky the Excitable Boy. 
<laughs> okay. I should have one of those. You know, that, by coincidence, was my next question for you, Gary, is part of it, your thoughts of, because I look back all the time in my life, you and I are approximately the same age, somewhere in there anyway, but I look back on, matter of fact, I, I do it all the time, look back on when I was four or five years old, six years old, ten years old, whatever, all the different things that I thought, some were true, some were untrue, but that experience of going through life as a little boy and then a young man, then a teenager and all that. I love looking back at all that stuff because I try to learn from what happened, you know? But you're not trying to learn. You are learning. Yeah, yeah, that's it's true. It's the word try. This isn't for the word try. It's tomorrow's really yesterday. I like that. I like that a lot, as a matter of fact. Makes sense. It does make sense. The we have. How is the how's the book Buseyisms doing? I hope it's doing well. It's been out, uh, you know, for for a short time now, so things are rolling along well. I, I great. I'm glad to hear that. But it's, it's word of mouth, and it's going to be the book signings I'm doing, which I'm doing one tonight, Barnes and Noble Bookstore at the Grove in L.A., 7 p.m. That's a wonderful thing. Are you coming to the Minneapolis-St. Paul area to do a book signing? I hope so. I would love to. It has to be arranged through publishing. All right, I'll take it. I'll Just when I get there. Book. I greet everyone like family, and uh, then we uh, have fun talking about what's in the book. Yeah, I could see that absolutely. I, 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 I'll take it upon myself to uh, talk to some of the local bookstores. I've, I always love bookstores anyway, but uh, I will talk. We got to get you up here, absolutely. You've been here before. You made movies well, here, so family. And listen, when you go to the bookstores, buy five of them. That way, you can give them to people you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> Being funny now. Come on. <laughs> Another run. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a you good... You know, when I, when I say something with the exuberant energy of a clown, you guys are dead silent. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, you kind of remind me of my dad when you do that, and that was not a good thing, Gary. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it all works out in the end, though. Memory out of, hey, take the memory out of the bad and put it into the good. Because if you study neuro-linguistic programming, you'll be able to turn bad memories into good ones. That's a great thing. See, yeah, and that's exactly some uni, that's for sure. Yeah, no, you I do. some bad memories. I do. I do. I have a lot. Well, he's, that's my son talking to me, Gary. He said that I do have a lot of bad memories from childhood. I do, I absolutely. <laughs> but so do you. But you've turned them around and, and become a very positive, oh. uh, loving person. That's wonderful. I don't have bad memories. I have memories of what happened. They're not bad or good. They just are what they are. Mm. Yeah, that's true. If you make them bad, bad, if you make the memories bad in your own recollection of it, it's going to be bad for you. It's not going to help you at all. All right. Individually, so, you. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm I'm going to get to work. we got to get you up here. But we'll do it before it gets too cold. we got to get you up here in, uh, in September, October. Uh, maybe the first week of November. After that, it's too damn cold here. So we'll get, we'll get you up here doing a book signing. No, no, no. Oh, no, nothing's too damn cold. It is what it is. Just put on another coat. That's very, very true. I can't wait to see you up here. I appreciate your call. I always hey. enjoy talking to you. Same here, partner. Thanks, Gary. Gary Busey, ladies and gentlemen. The book's yeah, called. Hey. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, bring me up. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> Then he just hangs up. Yeah. He did that same thing the last time I talked to him. I'm talking to Gary Busey. We're having fun. Because I do. I really like him. He's a, 
he's been through a lot in his life. Yeah. But I really liked the guy. And he was talking to me. Last time I talked to him, he's talking to me. He goes, yeah, I'll tell you, Tom, some unbelievable things. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the way I feel. And I went, well. Then I heard the phone click. He just hung up <laughs> like he did just now, as a matter of fact. Gary's an interesting cat. Um, I just put a local story in the news section on the calendar. It's, oh, you it did. made It's a local story that made national news on Fox News. St. Paul is no more. Oh, no. no. It no, has sunken into the yeah. ocean. It's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. You heard about, matter of fact, uh, Jerry Strike, who was the police chief that took that video, called into the morning show yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a lot 9-11 um, salute yep. on Tuesday. And just as the salute begins, they've got, you know, the, the fire truck. Mm-hmm. You've got the ladder way up in the air with the bucket and everything. And they're going to do, they're going to honor all the, all the people from 9-11. And just as it starts, this huge eagle lands on the perch. Oh, I, I saw a picture it of that. Was that was cool. Yeah, phenomenal. it was in Coon Rapids just off of Highway 10 there. I thought that yep. was a pretty cool story. Where the bridge goes over, what would the, what would the highway be, uh, Highway 10? Yeah, or, it was 10. It was 10. Yeah, yep. I thought so, yeah. Uh, what a great guy, Jerry Strike, out there in that area, Coon Rapids, mm-hmm. fire chief. But, yeah, the thing, it, the timing could not have been better. It's unbelievable. One of the pictures, and I don't know how, I mean, obviously it's a real picture, but I don't know if it actually happened when they said it did. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I think it was the morning of 9-11. Somebody was at, I, I can't remember if it was Fort Snelling here, um, but it was kind of had... It was early, early morning, like probably right at uh, oh, yeah. dawn. Yeah, and the dawn's early light. Yeah, and oh, so it had that kind of really? fall. Oh, I've fog seen that over picture the... before, but I thought that was supposed to be Veterans Day when that happened. I can't remember. It's a I bald wanna... eagle standing on top of a headstone. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a I great can... photo. Yeah, but some people, really? I didn't see that photo until nine eleven. And yeah, I, that's been around for a few years. Has it? Yeah. Okay. But I, I know I, they use it a lot with 9-11 tributes and stuff like that, but that was a pretty cool photo to see that. See, and I'll tell you. It honestly, was taken on a June morning, it says. A June morning. Oh, okay. okay. How, many, how long ago, Andy, does it say? Um, three or four years ago? 2011. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just don't know. It's hard to say, you know, somebody, you know, they say, oh, yeah, we took this picture on this day or, you know, but it is an actual bald eagle sitting. You see the back to it. Yeah, yeah it's a really neat picture. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Thank you again to Gary Busey. Love talking to Gary. He, he learned something new. And, and again, the things that he's been, he he almost died in a motorcycle crash, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a serious uh, head head wounds out of it. I don't know if he had brain damage or whatever he had. But I, he did, yeah. yeah. I thought so, didn't yeah. he like have a stroke after or yeah, he had some so. type of like, aneurysm so. after the accident because the damage was done to his brain? We will be back. Hour two, Tom Bernard Show.